don't know. <laughs> the idea that you were like listening to the Beatles and it, just like the auto playing. Yeah. And it's like up next <laughs> <laughs> video of John Lennon screaming and kicking a trash can. <laughs> Uh, dude. Wow. <laughs> What's that Beatles song? Are we recording it? Yeah. Okay. What's that Beatles song that? David, you should like- get some better mic etiquette right now, please, David. Okay. What's that Beatles song that goes like, "I'm a worm"? <laughs> no. <laughs> Man. I was I was in the bathroom like trying to pee and I kept laughing because like, I couldn't pee. You, so you're singing "Worm Man." I kept thinking penis. about "Worm Man." <laughs> 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 This episode's off to a rocky start. Oh, speaking of penis, I uh, <laughs> today I encountered a name, Penisini. Okay. It's a very funny last name. I don't know. We had an order to ship out uh, the other day, it's and penis-ini. the name was Xander. Xander? And my coworkers were going like, what kind of name is Xander? Who go- what kid was like, let's name them Xander. Or what, adult, what, a, what kid was like, let's name myself Xander. Uh, <laughs> don't they all was live like, in let's, Farmington? Let's name him Xander. And I was like, it's short for Alexander. Yeah. And I mean, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there's a character named Xander. Dumbasses. Zan- oh, he's really oh you know what? Him. Lil Xan should change his name to Xander. Lil Xander. Yeah. So did you guys hear about this whole Travis Scott thing? Yeah. Well, I heard about it through a joke first. I saw a funny tweet <laughs> that was like... Um, Five people died. So funny. No. They make a joke that that was the tweet. Oh, yeah. No, the, the, the tweet was just imagine dying at a Travis Scott concert, and the last thing you hear is, it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I'm like, I haven't read like anything about it, so I actually don't know anything about it. No, I don't uh, know either. I was hoping to find out. I read out. a lot about it. Um, Were you thinking about Worm Man the whole time? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, for for listeners who do not know, uh, we keep referencing a Ramones song called Worm Man. And the opening lyric is, and Dan put the audio clip here. Yeah. I'm a worm. Man. <laughs> that song rules. I wonder if there's any AMVs to Dennis Rodman set to that song. Why? How is that an AMV then? Or, you know, highlight video, whatever. <laughs> highlight video. Yeah, his nickname was The Worm. It's fine. Because, yeah, I usually end up adjusting uh, the audio levels in post anyway. You should compress the hell out of it. Make the sound like a fucking uh, a Day to Remember song. I do usually compress it. That's my last step is I'll compress it. That sound was so big. I don't think I know that one. Let's go. You were not getting bitches in middle school. Yeah. Well, the real quick, the thing with the Travis Scott thing was, uh, you know, the thing with the Travis Scott thing. He started covering uh, Downfall went- of Us All by A Day to Remember, and <laughs> the crowd got too lit. I read some girl's, <laughs> like, uh, five-slide Instagram post, all text about it, just being, like, squished in the crowd and, like, being, like, falling on top of, like, two layers of bodies, like, on the ground. And, like, it, she said it was, like, a big sinkhole and people kept being pulled down. And then she finally got away and was, like, climbed up to a tower where a cameraman was. And she was screaming at him that people were dying. And he just, like, ignored her. Well, he, like, told her to go away and then he ignored her. Um, and then, I don't know. I what think po- telling someone to go, to go away is also ignoring them. Not to be, uh, not to be type A about it. He was, he like. the Paul McCart. Wow. Like if you, there's video actually of of her doing that, like she was 
screaming at the guy. He like looked at her and like you know waved her away like with his hand, told her to get down off like the tower, and then she was still screaming at him, and he was just like eyes on the camera, like totally ignoring her. So well, that's got what a fucking I job to do. Excuse me, I'm panicking. <clears throat> Yeah, you know what? His job's not saving lives. He's not fucking Superman. If, if he went crazy, would you still call him Superman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is a Superman, you know. He's putting bread on the table when he gets home because he's recording them Travis Scott's Astral World concerts. Put bread on the table, put asses in the seats. Yeah. Uh, Please cut all of this down. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't cut any of this. Like, I was trying to think of some way to he, make... What was the cameraman supposed to do? There's got to be someone Stop else. Filming. Stop There's got to be like security or something that you could. Oh, there to. was there a security guy did come up to t- also tell her to get down. Oh, <laughs> I guess never mind. <laughs> and then she went and found like a couple of paramedics, and then they actually like went into the crowd and started like resuscitating people and like clearing away and uh, doing revival spells. Yeah. I just saw. I also saw a video of someone being resuscitated, and then Travis, like the camera pans over, and Travis Scott's up on like a tower, just doing his thing. Do you think this is gonna damage Travis Scott at all? I think it already has. Really? Yeah, I think people uh, aren't gonna be blasting that like a light song or whatever. What's that song called? I don't listen to Travis Scott. Uh, Cact uh, the McDonald's cactus. Jack. I think it's called Bodak Yellow. You know what? I think it's tomorrow. <laughs> After work, I'm going to pick up the, tr- the Cactus Jack meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm here for the Cactus Jack. <laughs> so I think that the only way Travis Scott can recover from this is uh, if he, like, books a tour so he can make money, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's him headlining, co-headlining Kanye. Yeah. Only way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You know, he did do. Uh, I know he did like a, a notes app apology. He did do a notes app apology. Yeah, did he? So what would be yeah. funny though if, if he God. included like at the end like the my bad fam, and then like a uh, uh, <laughs> two dates coming soon, smiling <laughs> eyes closed like sweat drop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> How many people ended up dying at this? Uh, uh six hundred. <laughs> nah, I suck. It was like eight people died and a hundred people were injured. What? Yeah. Hey, remember when like ten people died at that Who concert? Wait, how many no, people which, did you say were in total damage? Like a hundred. <laughs> they were damaged. I just heard yeah. they were damaged. What was Travis Scott doing in this moment? He was performing. He was vibing. He wasn't paying attention at all to a hundred people being like. He was going like like a light, like a light, like <laughs> a light, like a light. I saw a tweet, uh, courtesy to at Wreck and Rod for this. Um, it was like, I woke up today and saw that uh, Travis Scott was trending because he killed eight people, and I was like, damn, I underestimated this dude. And then I saw that it was at his Astro World festival, and like he didn't actually kill anyone. Seems about right. And Alec Baldwin first, now Travis Scott. What other celebrity is going to on accident? Kill? This can be our new super group, like people who have accidentally killed other people, or who are like secondhand. Yeah, we got Travis Scott, Alec Baldwin, Manslaughter, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yeah, those three. Vince Neil. Vince Neil. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> this is an awesome crew right here. Yeah. <laughs> they can like open for uh, the baddest motherfuckers of music. Yeah, uh, the guy that was flying that plane with Randy Rhodes. Wait, who's Randy uh, Rhodes? Randy Rhodes is uh, Ozzy Osbourne's first lead guitar uh, player. What, what, wait, what did he do? Uh, he died in a plane crash. Uh, Ozzy was on tour in like 82 or something. It was for the second record. And they stayed at this like millionaire's house. And he's like, 
Oi, want to get in my fucking plane, mate? I don't know if he's actually British. That was probably really offensive. No. Uh, the British don't have They're problems. probably like... Mm. I was going to say the C word. <laughs> it's not going to do it. Uh, he was like, hey, do you guys want to go on my plane? I just took a bunch of coke and I'm drunk. And Ozzy was like, I'm too drunk to even walk over to that plane. And Randy's, Randy's like, I don't see any problem with this. And... uh Apparently this guy was like, you want to see something crazy? Uh, and he kept trying to like get his low to the ground as he coat the plane like curve up back into the sky. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't, I believe he, he, he didn't curve up enough. And I believe he hit their tour bus. Oh my God. Yeah. So it, it, it he survived somehow, I think. <laughs> Unfortunately. And, and then, uh, and fortunately, Randy Rose passed. This is a really somber oh episode of Heavy Load. Yeah. Well, I don't know. While you were telling that story, I'm imagining the plane and, like, touch the sky by Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> it goes so up. The part where he's like, it goes, touch the sky. And then, like, it's when he hits the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> You guys had like a uh, what's like your dream tour bus situation? What do you mean? Uh, I like those like cribs like with bands like the Blink One Two has like a uh, like a cribs tour video, but instead of uh, being uh, it's instead of like being in their house, it's their tour bus. Mm-hmm. And there's like I vividly remember I cannot find this video anywhere. Uh, they it's like you talked about that image earlier. Uh, but I vividly remember it that they like open up a drawer and Travis Barker's like, and here's my gaming station. I got my Xbox, got my PlayStation Two, and I was like, hell yeah, I want that. I want a drawer with an Xbox, Xbox, the original Xbox, yeah, and a PlayStation Two. He's like, I, I play my uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City on this thing. Yeah, who, who is this again? I believe it's Travis Barker. Travis Barker. Please, Oddworld, Munch's Odyssey. What's that game? Hmm? Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, I didn't hear Odyssey, what you said. <laughs> Od- uh, like, Odyssey of Munch, or like, Oddworld. Never mind, I'm a dumbass. You thinking well, of Odd um, Future, my dude? No. Okay. It's a video game about like a little green guy. He kind of looks like the crazy frog. Oh, uh, Conquer's Bad Hair Day. <laughs> no. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. It's not that one. That one. That game was so badass. Yeah, David, you had the bootleg version of Conker. Bootleg version of Conker's. Conker's bad hair. Getting back on the topic evening. of uh, uh, dream tour bus situation. Have you guys ever seen uh, Quiet, Quiet, Loud, Quiet? Or the Pixies documentary? Oh, the Pixies doc? Yeah, yeah that's a no. great documentary. My dream tour bus situation. There's a scene in there where Frank Black is uh, reciting a self-affirmation tape. You know, like, <laughs> yes. I am charismatic people like me like he's like saying it out loud like in boxers as he goes to his bunk and the on the tour bus and my dream tour bus situation is just me and frank black on the road while he's doing that the whole time and he's looking like uh, marlon brando in apocalypse now yeah there's like, like a there's a part of the documentary that makes me uh makes me laugh every time i watch it and i don't think it was meant to be funny but uh he, it's like after that scene or it's, at some point in the movie near the end and the tour's like ending there's like shots of Frank, uh, and his I believe his wife or girlfriend with her two children, in a 
I, this may be a fever dream for all I know. I don't even know what's real anymore. Uh, going through like a corn maze. Oh yeah, yeah. I okay, that. So, remember, so this just happened, and then yeah. they get lost, and he's just like, I don't know how to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he said something mean to the editors, like I'm definitely leaving, and he's saying you don't, you were lost in a corn maze in this documentary. <laughs> They, they also really cut down on Frank uh, just ending the Pixies without anyone else knowing. Like him going into the BBC and being like, hey, yeah, we're not a band anymore. Uh-huh. And everyone's back home being like, uh, what? I need to find a job? When, in the 80s? Yeah, 90s, but yeah. That's right, 90s. But not, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it was kind of rude of me to say. I think the, another very funny, funny part of that documentary, not that it's like a, it's a pretty good documentary, but like there's also the part where I think... Uh, the drummer, what's the drummer's name, Dave? Dave Lovering. Dave Lovering. Uh, when he's getting really into headphones and listening to music on headphones all the time and, like, <laughs> drinking wine. Oh, that, oh that, you, that, you think that's what he was do- getting into? Oh, was he on drugs or something? Yeah. Okay, I I figured. I don't. I couldn't remember if he was, like, doing drugs or something. Yeah, his, uh, so the stipulation for Kim rejoining the band was that no drugs needed, uh, no drugs or alcohol can be in the bus or in the dressing room because I believe she just got out of rehab and Dave's dad died while they were on tour and they were like do you want to cancel the tour and he's like no it's fine and then he just started to like I believe he was doing pills while on tour and was trying to keep it hidden from everyone but so, but his like way of keeping it hidden was just like to take these pills, take these like amphetamine pills, and just like listen to his like pump up mix, so people wouldn't notice he was like, <laughs> he was like fucked up. They're like, oh no, he's just jamming. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's jamming. Yeah, but like Kim confronts him in it in the documentary about it. It's like you're not just listening to music, <laughs> which is kind of it, it's kind of like. Which is I don't know. It's it's a funny cover. Up. <laughs> it's a really no. I'm just listening no to pumped sense. up kicks. I'm listening to pumped up kicks. <laughs> I'm listening I just to up the jams. Jock James Volume Three. <laughs> yeah, I'm just listening to yeah. Come On Feel the Music. Working my way through the series. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the part where they're like playing a song and he just never stops playing the drum beat for like oh, an extra like three minutes. <laughs> like the song is over and they like look at him. And he's still playing the like. <laughs> That part's really uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. I've never seen this. Uh, it's I'm on YouTube. You can watch it. It's on the uh, the it's on the noisy official YouTube channel. Okay. It's called Loud Quiet Loud. Uh, quiet Loud Quiet. You know what I was gonna watch loud, was quiet. um that like you guys know that uh from VH one the monkeys dramatization, like the monkey story. No. Daydream <laughs> Believer, where like they have actors playing the monkeys and Dane, I think you think we like the monkeys more than uh, we let on. Oh. I don't like them at all. <laughs> I, all I, I think like. Michael Nesmith, go to hell. Well, I was just thinking, like, what if there was a version of that for the pix- for Pixies? I corrected myself. I almost said the Pixies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, John Lennon... Uh, was probably my least favorite Beatle before that. <laughs> <laughs> that video is so cool. No, uh, he's, he's easily my favorite. Look up um, what's the title of that video. Did you guys do an episode last week without Dylan? Here? John Lennon yeah, kicks a did. trash can and shouts and scares off a nurse. Is the title of that video? <laughs> <laughs> uh, did uh, Did you guys t- mention why Dylan wasn't here? 
I don't think we uh, did. Well, we we actually hit Dylan called in. Oh, Dylan called in. Well, I called Dylan and uh, got him on the show for a little bit. Uh, my name is Joe Kaminsky. I'm I'm the guest today, replacing Dylan because he has COVID and cannot be in this room. Thanks for joining us, Joe. No problem. For filling in. I'm joined uh, by uh, the hosts, uh, David DVD mm-hmm. and uh, Dan S. Period. Yeah, because I'm a freaking snake. <laughs> Actually, I'm a, I'm a worm. Man. Man. Uh, so, okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Yeah, we'll just do this the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's the rest of the episode. Fuck Mary Kill. Sauron, Voldemort, Darth Vader. No, wait, so uh Actually, no, I take that back. Not Darth Vader. What's the name of the dragon from the Hobbit? Smaug. Smaug. <laughs> you got Smaug, you got Voldemort, and you got Sauron. Sor- is it Sauron? Is that the big eye? Sauron's the giant flaming eye. Sauron. Oh, Sauron. Yeah, okay. I want to fuck Sauron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> kill Voldemort. And Mary Smoke. I don't think fucking Sauron would feel good, but it would feel interesting, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it would there would be, be nothing it. like it. What if you fuck Sauron you're like, God, I think I'm I'm not straight. I'm only into whatever that is. <laughs> So I am looking at my phone right now, but it's because I wanted to show you guys uh, the new Charlie XCX album cover, in case you haven't seen it. Oh, that's oh, the new uh, album cover? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. I keep seeing people like uh, <laughs> putting that together with the last uh, Dua Lipa album cover. Oh. It's pretty good. Um, I hope she's I, okay. I'm still trying to listen to that new album. Ooh, or like, that last album. What was it called? How I'm Feeling Now. That record's really good. Yeah, I meant to listen to it a couple years ago. I can't wait it to see. It came out a year ago. Yep. <laughs> the last new album I listened to was the new JPEG Mafia album. Was it good? Yeah. Was Jeff Tweedy on it? Uh, not that I know of. You might. Have you seen the video of JPEG Mafia inter- interviewing Jeff Tweedy? No. Yeah. Have you guys not seen this? I, I know about it. Okay. No, I haven't seen it. A JPEG Mafia well, you is a cor- huge of course Wilco fan. <laughs> and he's just like... There's like a part where he's playing Jeff some of his last record, and he's like, "This song, this part was really inspired by Wilco." And Jeff was like, "Is it? <laughs> I don't hear it. Sorry." <laughs> he's like, "I'm not." He's like, "You don't hear it? Let me play the part again." He's like, <laughs> and "I think Jeff's like, I'm starting to hear it now." <laughs> it's like something can stop talking <laughs> just, about. You can move on. Can you just please move on. Is that was that in that series of videos? Yes. Uh, like he played like the record for people and just, like interviewed them about it. I think he interviewed didn't he interview Seth Rogen too? Oh maybe. I was thinking about when he was just like meeting up with mus- musicians he liked and was hanging out with them for like a video. He did one with Ariel Pink just uh <laughs> months before. Months. Only smear months before. Months before he died in that horrible um w- Yeah, when the he horrible was, well, the meth lab explosion. Yeah, when he was killed on January sixth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mistaken for Mike Pence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Okay, so fuck Mary Kill. Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers. Jason Voorhees. I thought you were gonna throw Ariel Pink in there. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> no. Um, we're f- we're recording this on Halloween Day. I should I got, you know got say some spooky shit. Right. Okay. So Freddy, Jason, and Michael. Why don't we get Freddy out of there and put Harry Ward in there? 
Who's that? Harry the killer Ward. from My Bloody Valentine. Oh. That's his name, Harry Ward? Yeah, man. Oh, I just got a shutter recently. Oh, I'm jealous. I nice. can't get I can't get shutter on my TV. Why can't you get shutter on your TV? I don't know, but I tried once and it didn't work. What do you mean you tried once and it didn't work? It's a channel on Amazon. Do you use I, like the apps built into your TV? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you need like a little uh, thing a fire stick. Chromecast or a fire stick or something. Or a like a PlayStation. Well, you know I ain't gonna do that. You should invest in a PlayStation. Dude, just go out to the store. We're recording this in 2023. Uh, you can just go out to a store, any store. You can go to freaking Walmart and get a PlayStation 5 for $150. I do want to get a shutter, though. It yeah. seems sweet. We're recording this I'm on Halloween 2023, just Maybe to I can clarify. Nightmare. Only adults go trick-or-treating now and kids pass out candy. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I uh, I really... No, I'm, I'm really enjoying shutter, but you didn't answer the question, David. What yeah, did you, Dan? Oh, well, I'll be uh, going with your version? Yeah. Okay. Kill Freddy, Mary yeah. Jason. Um, wait, who was the third? Oh, Michael. Michael. Yeah, I guess I'd fuck him. Michael's probably the most fuckable of all. <laughs> yeah, he wears a mask. He's he drives into choking. He drives a car. <laughs> he has a car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to fuck Jason or Freddy. Jason's so, kind of like a big beefy like how about football I just player type of guy. Michael. You know, I really forgot that Mike uh, that Freddy was like a child molester. Yeah. <laughs> kind of fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, only kinda. <laughs> what do you mean only kinda? <laughs> Wait, rewind. What do you mean only kinda? We kidding. watched the movie. I was joking. Oh. You know what I watched we recently? Watched, that was a really good movie. We no, watched the movie remake recently. Talking about. <laughs> anyway, I watched Friday the Thirteenth the remake. We did all go through that trauma together. Yeah, David, we got to talk about the Friday the Thirteenth remake. It so brought us closer. You texting me about the. Uh, you got perfect nipple placement, baby. Uh, why did you text me about that? Did you think I was lying? No, because I remember when we were talking about it, Dan said that he doesn't remember that line, and I was just confirming. Oh, that it wasn't there? That it's in there, yeah. Oh, so you're getting my back? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, thank you. I, I remember the line. You said you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you said in the moment. That's not what you said. Hold on, did we record this conversation? No, we were just hanging out. Oh, okay, well then, yeah, I mean, I definitely said that I remember the line. I don't remember that. I remember you distinctly saying, I don't think that's in there. And because Joe was like, I distinctly remember, I, I swear to God. So I actually looked up the scene. Because uh, it's very good. It's very good. <laughs> no, I I watched, uh, I did so I didn't actually look at the scene. I'm a fucking liar. Okay. I was watching the Friday the 13th uh, documentary series, uh, Crystal Lake Memories, I believe is the name of the documentary. Yeah. It's 10 hours. No, it's 10 hours. It's, I think, 8 hours. Something like that, yeah. It's very long, and I watched the whole thing the other day on Shudder, and uh, it was quite good. They talked about the Friday the 13th remake, and at the end of it, they had every actor who guested on the in the documentary say their favorite line they said in each movie, and the guy who is in the remakes said, "What's what's your favorite line?" He said, "You got perfect nipple placement, baby." <laughs> Easily, he said when they were doing that scene because they they he said they took two days to film that scene, and uh-huh. he, people are like, "Oh man, that's so cool," and he's like, "Not really, I, <laughs> you know." When you film a sex scene, you're in a room naked with your dick in a bag around a bunch of people and uh, with someone who, you know, you're not actually having sex with and you're just, you're, work, you're working. So it's kind of weird. 
And the fact that we did a whole day of shooting and then we were like, oh, none of this footage is usable. We need to do, do it all again. And they kept giving me lines to say during the sex scene to make my my character look like more of an asshole. <laughs> they were like, okay, now can you, while she's riding you, can you say your, st- your tits are stupendous, baby? He's like, I don't want to say that. <laughs> no, come on. People will love it. He's like, I don't want to say that. He didn't. He he was he heard the pervert nipple placement line and was like, "That's gonna kill." I'll okay. gladly say that. <laughs> it's pretty cool when he says that. That character is such a. I've like, started saying it anyway. Th- wanna, that character is such a piece of shit. <laughs> he's such an asshole. Yeah, it's almost like him having sex seems like, like I couldn't actually imagine this guy. Like, yeah, during sex. That was one of my main criticisms in the movie. Is like he shouldn't be good at sex. No, it is like he's like a douchebag, and guess what? He's great at sex yeah. too. <laughs> He is he great real... at sex though? Yeah, uh, it's unpl- he's, he's like she's having a good time. It, it looks like she's doing all of the work. Yeah, but I think she just knows what she's doing. Uh, in the documentary, they also talked about how the producer like got to the set and he's like, "Where's the tits in this film? We need tits. We need to put tits in this movie to get asses in the seats." <laughs> well, I mean, it is a Friday Thirteenth movie, and they're like talking about the scene where uh, uh, the girl gets is hiding underneath the dock yeah she's topless and jason stabs her with the machete from uh from on top of the dock oh yes and then pulls her by just so you can see her boobs yeah he yeah because really why would he need to do well i guess actually so he can get his machete back. yes uh but they were like we did the kill we should just cut away and the producer's like no pull her up see your tits because people were like dead girl tits fuck yeah yeah it is so i was like no, it's going to have sex appeal seeing this dead woman's breasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you think of the of during... The sex scene of that movie is like the best scene in the entire movie, in my opinion. Which one? Of oh. The sex scene. The There's two. T- per, the nipple placement scene. Oh, what did I think of it? Not the... Are you, talking, are you referring to the other one as like the one in the tent? That one's weird. That one's That awkward. one's weird. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that guy's good at sex at all. No... The Billy Joe Armstrong looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember. Yeah, I remember now. He uh, he he was also in the documentary, and uh, he apparently they didn't want them to do doggy style initially, and he was like, "Okay, I was like working on my moves. I was like, okay, so we're gonna do it." And then he got there, and they're like, "Okay, you guys are gonna do doggy style." He's like, "I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm look like a fucking idiot." <laughs> he kind of <laughs> does. Yeah. I just realized. So like, all of our little uh, windscreens are th- matching our clothing. Well, what is today? Joe's wearing red. Dave's wearing blue. Dave's wearing a lot of blue. Yeah. You know, we should have watched a movie and just like did a commentary track to it. We should have done. That would be cool. We should do that sometime. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll watch the sex scene from Friday 13. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think of the kill during that scene? Because I think it's actually kind of tense. I don't even remember it. Oh, okay. Uh, what happens is... It's when the girl is like running through the forest away from Jason, oh. and then she like gets to the and she's like slamming on, oh, the, well, on the, the glass. The douchebag guy's death seems pretty awesome, where he just gets like put on that truck. Yeah, he's he fucking taking it away. Do you remember that death scene? Yeah, I do. Yeah, no, you mentioned. You know it. what that movie was missing though? That's like to me is the key ingredient. Was, was more tits. Well, that, but like also, um, the um. The music from the original, like the chase scene music from the Friday Thirteenth movies. Wait, the no, no, not the the like dun 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 bum 
Like, how funny would it be a movie from 2009 with that music? <laughs> uh, that uh, music gets me so hot. I really That's f- on my sex playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I really found out that that uh, that what the echo with the delay effect. He's he's saying kill mom or kill ma. Yeah. The kick. I think I'd heard that before. Apparently that's what he's saying. Okay, Dan, uh, I'm going to say the line, and you're going to lay it out. Ready? Kill, 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 ma. I'm going to do what? Cool. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded really cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll do something with that. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, when I'm at the club and that song plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I'm in the club and I'm on this road, but your birthday. I don't know, actually know how that song goes. That was really, really offensive. I like, I like the idea of, like, I'm still thinking about, um... John Lennon kicking that trash can. What? John Lennon kicking that trash can. Well, yeah, but also, I was thinking of, like, someone having sex to other, like, horror movie theme songs, like the Halloween theme song. <laughs> okay, so... Like, trying to, like, match the rhythm of, like, the... Oh, God. Oh, so you could actually do it to... Actually, you couldn't because it's too spaced out. The uh, it's I think it's called the Ghost Escapes, is the name of the song in uh, Halloween, where it's like that dun dun, dun, dun dun. Oh yeah, the, the dun 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 dun, dun, and then it's like the ding ding ding. Yeah, that's on. Yeah, and the, the drums are like. <laughs> it's cool. I don't remember <laughs> drums in the Halloween uh, theme. So- what do you floor. mean? It's in the. It's even in the the opening theme. I, it's that underneath it. I saw John Carpenter live. No, you didn't. didn't. I did. No, I did. I saw John Carpenter live. Oh yeah, (laughs) you were supposed to be at El Club or something. Yeah, you didn't. Did you see John Carpenter live? I did. Yeah. Wait, did you actually? uh, Is this a bit? I actually. I forgot he he came back. I'm sorry. I've seen John. We've both. You're the only one who hasn't seen John. He's come around twice. I saw him at the Cathedral Theater at the Masonic Temple, and you Such saw him. Freaking I saw fake. him at the Majestic. Yeah. Yeah. The one, the time I saw him was when the when he walked out on stage, and the one guy stood up and just screamed, "Halloween!" <laughs> and he was like, like "Yep." <laughs> he didn't say anything when I saw. He him. He didn't say anything when I saw him either. He, he did a lot of pointing. He was vibing. Yeah, he's vibing. <laughs> I uh, I watched the documentary series. Uh, <laughs> he did a lot of pointing, Joe. <laughs> when Why I saw pointing? Him. Like a lot of like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched this documentary called uh, Sur- uh, Searching for Darkness or Living in Darkness. In Search of Darkness. It's called In Search of Darkness. Mm. And it's another horror documentary series. They call it a super doc on Shudder. And it is four and a half hours. And there's two of them. Uh, And John Carpenter is interviewed a lot for it. And he just shit talks Reagan the entire time and it rocks. That is pretty cool. That's cool. He's like, I made uh, They Live and I was just like, fuck Reagan. This mm-hmm. is an anti-Reagan movie. All those Reaganites will be shaking in their boots when I make this movie. And then 20 years later, libertarians are like, yeah, this movie's about... Oh, my God. 
I have still never seen all of They Live. Oh, I love it. That's my favorite. It's pretty do they, good. Do they live? Oh, yeah. Well, some of them. That's uh, my favorite. I think it's we my favorite sleep. John Carpenter movie. I also like Big Trouble in Little China. He, he didn't do that movie. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Off mic for a second. He, he did Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah. You're not messing with me, right? No, no, no. Okay. I will you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, I love John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. Love that movie. Love that uh, that film. You actually seen it? No. Oh, it's really fun. Isn't Jack Nicholson in that, or am I thinking of a different movie? You're thinking of Chinatown, which is also. Oh, I'm thinking of Chinatown. <laughs> it's also a very good movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should watch of, both of those. Kind movies. of a different vibe. You should watch those at the same time, back to back. Actually, <laughs> at the same time, but also back to back. So I watch. Uh, I'm watching one on one screen and one on another screen. Then I flip. And then <laughs> one will be over like at least almost an hour before the other. Fucking <laughs> really? Yeah, Chinatown's at least like two and a half hours. What? Maybe less. It's less than that. It's like two hours and eight minutes, maybe. I just watched a four and a half hour documentary. And I'm like two hours. No way. And I think China, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, has got to be like maybe ninety minutes. They kept interviewing the guy who plays Pinhead in Hellraiser, and he was like, "That role was really." Sexual for me. I dressed up in I dressed up in leather. I put pins in my face, and uh, when I went home, I was just Doug. <laughs> I, I wouldn't take it home with me. He wouldn't. He can't have sex at home. He was just. It was Gotta really weird. He was going out on about house. how like he was yeah. feeling so sexually liberated or some shit in that movie, and then he was just like, "But I wouldn't take it home with me. I do, you know. I I, le- I leave that at home. I don't take the characters home with me. He's got to wear the outfit though." To get even like semi hard, uh, they had Robert England on a lot, and he kind of said he said the exact opposite. That it was kind of hard to to leave Freddie on set. Mm. He was like killing That's children left. Right. <laughs> yeah, just couldn't help Trying himself. Trying to get in tight with Jeffrey Epstein, he was no. He said he was just like saying things that were like that. Freddie, he would like he, he was like I'm saying bitch a lot. He kept doing one liners. Whoa, in the prime time, bitch. <laughs> he was saying that a lot. He would like get home sitting with his wife, and you turn on t- on the TV, and she's like, "Oh, do you want to watch uh, what what what? Do you watch some late night?" He's like, "Welcome to prime time, bitch." And he puts her th- head through the TV. <laughs> he shoved his own wife. <laughs> <through> the TV. <laughs> he was obsessively trying to make the glove. <laughs> we could just stole it from set. Yeah. Apparently, the first movie set is like a real or like real knives, and he apparently cut someone on one of the actors' faces. Hell yeah. Uh, there was also a scene in because the, he used the same glove for the second movie, uh, and he wanted to do a shot where he put his the two uh, fingers into the kid's mouth, mm. and uh, the director was like, "Those are real razors. We'll just not do that." <laughs> and so he like rubs his like face with his thumb instead. He wanted to be really like sexual and phallic. Mm. He wanted to create a a feeling of. Uh, Sort of a lover's twist between Freddie yeah. and Jesse. Actually, yeah. No, I know. I know. Have you seen that movie, Dan? I know about yeah. that. I know that. I understand uh, that movie a lot better than I'm that, not so. crazy about it. Wait, wait. Uh, have you guys talked about it? Yeah. There's been greater discussion about this movie. What's the discussion? Uh. Wait, which night? We're talking about the original Nightmare on Elm Street? No, no. We're about the two. second one. The gay one. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I I probably would have been good. Like, cause, I don't know. David showed me the scene where he is like putting stuff. Away. He's like cleaning his room. Oh, my, oh yeah. But he's like he closes the thing with his ass. Yeah, that part's so funny. <laughs> and I was like, this is really cool. Um, <laughs> I probably should have just left it at that. I didn't need to watch the rest of the movie. I uh, I watched the documentary about that dude. Oh yeah, uh, I heard about this. There's like a part where the director of the movie just tells him to kind of like shut the fuck up and get over it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole time I was kind of feeling the same way. I'm really glad someone said it to him. About what? Because uh, he was like the guy who wrote that movie ruined my career and ruined my life by outing me. And the director was like, none of us knew you were gay. We wrote that movie before we knew who you were. <laughs> like, it's just weird circumstance. And then you chose to stop acting because people kept calling you gay. And no one actually knew you were. Right, I mean, he could have... I'm sure they let him improvise that dance scene. Uh, it, apparently, he did improvise the dance scene. So They wanted him to uh, who, you do... Know, a they're week. like, just do what you normally do every day when you clean your room. Yeah, who's telling on who here? Uh, so he apparently... They wanted him to do like he a certain have, dance. He didn't have to grind up on his own... <laughs> grind his ass up on his own dresser. <laughs> so, <laughs> no one so made he you... Talks, he <laughs> shoot a pop gun like you're coming. <laughs> <laughs> so... The he he made up the dance, uh, but there were beats in the script that he followed. Closing mm. the dresser with his ass was in the script. Wow, sure. The the popping the popper really like, good he was script. coming it was totally improvised though. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently they wanted him to like do like a weird like. They they basically wanted him to rip off the scene from Risky Business. Okay, and oh, he was yeah. like, I don't want to do that. Can I just do a different dance? And they're like. What do you want to do? And he said, give me like an hour and I'll think of a dance. And then that's what he did. Wow. Risky Business fucking sucks. I've never seen that movie. I don't know what that movie's about. I hate that movie. All I know is... What's bum, that, bum, what's bam, that bam, line bum, I kept repeating from that movie? Uh, Sometimes you gotta be like, fuck it or something. You, <laughs> or you gotta say, what the fuck? Yeah. What is the line? Uh... You know what they say, just fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sometimes you gotta just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like what? That. I think it's... Uh, I can't remember it now. Sometimes it's, you just gotta be like, let's fuck. Well, that's, that's movies. What's I that? think it is what the... I think he does say what the fuck is not, and not fuck it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, Dan, this is, when he, this is when he put the audio clip from that scene right here. Sometimes you gotta say what the fuck. Uh, I've never seen that movie. What's a what's a good eighties movie I should watch that I've never seen? Um mm. if you guys say a movie I've already seen you lose. You ever think about that? Something wild. Something wild is that the name of the movie? Yeah. Never heard of that movie. Uh, it's got that's, Jeff that's a good movie. and um Melanie Griffith. Ray Liotta's in it. Any good actors in it? Uh, Ray Liotta's in it? Yeah. That's David Byrne does the music. Oh really? David Byrne? That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. And then it's from the director of Silence of the Lambs. Oh, that's kinda cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, watch, uh, well, never mind. You've seen Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like snidely, like, you've seen Brazil. Well, I know you have. Of course, so. of course you've fucking seen Brazil. I really like that movie, though. I do, too. <clears throat> That's pretty good. I can, I can honestly only come when I watch that movie. Uh, the part where, like, R- Robert De Niro is in his plumbing suit and it's, like, filling with shit. <laughs> the part where they're wearing those big baseball hats. <laughs> The part where the lady has a shoe on her head. Or they open that file cabinet. Mm-hmm. 
the part you have one of those devices like the deciding device where, like the little gem like drops down and it either goes down one side or the other of like the triangle it says yes or no so and it's come or not come so in uh in in Franz Kafka's Metamorphosis do you think he actually turns into a bug or do you think it's a uh do you think it's a metaphor for depression cuz he's a worm <laughs> man <laughs> comes uh, back i mean it no, I, I, I heard that opinion recently, and I was just like, never even thought of that. Never even thought of it was a reference, it was a metaphor for anything. I mean, Didi Ramon did it better, yeah, and more, more succinctly. True, truly. I was speaking of books. He, I, well, he said... I want to be in the dark! <laughs> like, in what Franz Kafka said in like 60 pages, Didi Ramon said in four words. I never finished Metamorphosis. Wait, how many pages is it? I think it's it's pretty short, right? It's like sixty pages or something. Uh, I've never read it. Motherfuckers talked to me. I've actually I've never read that book. Uh, motherfuckers talked to me about how good that book is it's and how imp- and 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 it's sixty pages. They're like, oh, you probably don't get metamorphosis. I'm probably wrong. I don't know. I tried reading one of his books. I tried Google to read David the Trial. The Trial. I've heard the Trial's good. Yeah, I think it's like the same exact plot as the Count of Monte Cristo. Where a guy gets like unjustly accused of something, but he doesn't know what it is. That's kind of the twist S- of the trial. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, I got the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I stumbled upon this YouTube video recently. And it was the most like fucking boomer core thing I've ever I've ever watched. Uh, I I almost sent it to Dan. I was like, "Can you believe this shit?" And then this guy's <laughs> entire YouTube channel was the same thing. Okay. And it was like. Have you ever noticed the bass on While My Guitar Gently Weeps? And it's like, warning, I'm about to play this. And once I play it, you can't unhear it. What? And then it plays the bass part to it, and they're like, that's not a four-string bass. That's a Fender bass six. What? And I was like, who fucking cares? And it was like, now the mystery is, who played bass on that song? Hmm? Oh, I had this this YouTube video was recommended to me earlier. Yeah, it was recommended to me, and I, I was like, okay, hit me. What's the secret? I of the didn't song? care, but it was fucking. It was a waste of my time. Uh, at one point, he says, uh, "Giles Martin, George Martin's son, said, oh yeah, John Lennon played bass on that song.'" They're like, "But I wonder who actually did." It was like, if Giles fucking Martin is saying <laughs> John Lennon played six Fender bass six on that song, then he probably f- played based on that song sorry i just needed to get that out i was i was very mad about it oh thanks i, I wasted uh 10 minutes and 11 seconds of my fucking life i'm still trying to i waste i wasted 10 minutes of my life yesterday too what'd you do Re- rejecting off uh i was trying to <laughs> dig up dirt about frank sinatra <laughs> and i saw across a video that that seemed like it was going to tell me that frank sinatra killed marilyn monroe and that was not even what they were <laughs> what they did in the video <laughs> what they do I don't even. I, when, by the time they got to Frank Sinatra, had nothing to do with it. I was like, "Fuck this video." Do you think Frank Sinatra actually had mob connections? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure that's maybe true. Dan. Uh. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Sammy Davis Jr. Dean Martin. Frank Sinatra. Kill Frank Sinatra. Mary Sammy Davis Jr. And I guess fuck Dean Martin. Sorry, I'm gassy. He's late. He's a ladies' man. Yeah. I feel so bad. But I'm gonna put a a bullet right between old blue eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. 
That was, that was a really funny joke, David. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my grandfather that joke. He loves Frank Sinatra. Hey, good, do it. I'll, I'll, oh, go, I'll go visit his grave instead. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, is your your grandpa still around? No. I've been watching this show called Pushing Daisies. You guys ever heard of this? I've heard it was good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it reminds me a lot of Psych, but uh, I might like it though. The dynamic is kind of similar. It's not HBO Max, but I have HBO Max. Well, it's uh, the main dude. He can like he'll like touch a dead person and they Bring come back, back to, life. to life. Yep. But if they're alive for more than a minute, then they stay alive permanently, and something else of equal like like if it's a human, another human will have to die. Oh, really? Yeah. But if it's like a bug, like another bug will die if it lives past a minute. Anyway, in like the first episode, he brings to life this like his childhood sweetheart. And um, he doesn't have it in him to like kill her again. Like he uses Simp. his power. Yeah, exactly. He uses his power to like solve murders and stuff. But anyway, like they're kind of in love and they like put saran wrap between their faces to make out. And I'm like, so feasibly they could have sex. But he would have to like put his whole dick and balls in the condom for one, <laughs> to reduce any sort of like risk of them touching. And also, Wait, maybe, so they can't touch. He can't touch her because then she'll die again. If he touches a person twice, first time they come back to life, second time they die. What if he touches her and then they don't stop touching? I like she just dies immediately the second that they touch. No, so like he touches her, like okay, so David, I touch your shoulder. Yeah. And then you come back to life. Yeah. So I just can never stop touching your shoulder. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, this is interesting. But what and if, so, what but if, if I and if I let go, and that's the end of that touch. So say you were you were my childhood sweetheart. Yeah, what if he put <laughs> you know, what if he put his penis in me over and over again when I keep dying and coming back to life during <laughs> sex? Whoa, I didn't think about that. Uh, wow. With every pump <laughs> 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 oh, oh! Being revived and oh. and it's like the middle of sex. <laughs> hmm. This is a new uh, element to the equation I didn't consider. Oh, I just remembered. Uh, you think he could last more in the minute though? He could probably get away with it. He he does seem like kind of a simp. Yeah, you're right. We discovered earlier that Dan um buys six packs of beers and pre-opens them <laughs> and puts them in the fridge. Like the glass bottles, just takes those bottle caps right off. Yeah. One last step between him and beverage. Hold on. Can we direct some some complaints toward a a podcast host who is not with us? Dylan? Yeah, who would, like, when he used to drink, he would open beers and then drink half of it and then open a new beer. You told me that he did this. That sounds like a shit Dylan would do. I was told he'd do this. I never really noticed. Oh, That's really? some shit Dylan would do. That sounds like some shit Dylan would do. Actually, I think I did notice a couple of times, like, if he left, you know, he wouldn't throw away the remnants, so I'd throw them away. <laughs> remnants. And, uh, you would throw them away into your mouth. I'd throw them away and notice, like, there's still a lot of beer in this. <laughs> when, we, when me and Dylan and Adam went to go see the Misfits, I feel like uh, Dylan was I drinking. was there, too. <laughs> what the hell, <laughs> Joe? Just erase David. <laughs> so, so just so you know, David. Yeah. This is how my memory works. I forgot you were there for a minute. <laughs> I I SMH. I had a Snapchat memory of it recently. Yeah. Of Adam pouring PBR into that glass of ice. Yeah. And that's when I remembered Adam was there. 
He thought I was so for Just a mean. little while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt. I'm sorry, David. I feel like a terrible person now. I feel horrible. It's all right. I mean, I I understand not wanting to remember being in New Jersey. That's kind of all right, actually. Oh, really? Uh, I thought you guys didn't so like it. So while we were there, okay, now, David, you were also there. So I feel so <laughs> bad. Okay, so just Joe and David went to see Misfits. Yes. Uh, then then Dylan met up with us. <laughs> <laughs> you guys drove separate. <laughs> drove separate to Jersey. All three of you drove separate. <laughs> we all, yeah. Uh, we... <laughs> side by side on the freeway. <laughs> freeway the whole time. Well, they wanted to yeah, chain smoke yeah. the whole time. So <laughs> about that. Uh, I feel like Dylan kept opening PBRs, drinking half of them, and then like f- forgetting which one was his and just opened another one. Because in the morning when I dumped out all of your guys' PBR, there, a bunch of them were like half empty. Yeah, those are all Dylan. That's all Dylan. This must be something that goes back to childhood for Dylan. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Eating like candy bars and then putting them down and then picking <laughs> up another one. <laughs> I made a joke about uh, me dating Dylan's mom and he tweeted it. Damn. Uh, like he really outed me uh, making a joke about banging his mom. Did he I, give you? Did he at least give you credit? Uh, well, he just posted our our texting conversation on Twitter. Oh. And he's like, "Ha ha, real funny, right?" <laughs> no. <laughs> and he got no likes. Nice. No, I got a few likes. Did he ask your consent before he posted it? Of course not. I don't like when people do that. The amount of times people have taken creep shots of me in public looking really hot and just posted. The best one, C- Creep w- shots? What? You know, the, the <laughs> yeah. really good one was That's that one called, Andrew right? took of you that were just your eyes in the rearview mirror. Of your <laughs> <car>. <laughs> Wait, what? I, I do like photo. that one. Uh, I'm sure I can find it. Somewhere around there. Oh, can we say also the reason you weren't able to fill in last week because we asked you was also because of Dylan having COVID? Yes, because I saw Dylan and I might have had COVID, but you do not have COVID. While I thought I had COVID, I had to isolate in my basically my bedroom from people I lived with uh, for like five days while I got my test results back. And people, someone, people, someone's gonna listen to this like, we should have done, actually, what you should have done is, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. I did what the CDC said, so please <laughs> do not yell at me. And you also had COVID already. <laughs> So I just self-isolate my room, and I was like, well, I'm feeling kind of down. I better dye my hair. So I dyed my hair green. And uh, after I got out of isolation, I was like, time to go to Big B Coffee and get me your coffee. And I walked to my local Big B, and I was talking to a girl behind the counter. I asked for my drink, and she said, oh, I re- like your Joker vibe. Yeah. It really, really deflated me. Makes me mad because that's something I, I aspire for. Like <laughs> some shit, like an idiot, I said, oh, thanks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, n- no thanks. That's actually mean that you just said that. She said, oh, it's just because of your hair. And I was like, all right. And she's oh, like, yeah, I'm sure it was just the hair. She's like, she, then she just goes, I like the Joker. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm going to go get All my right, coffee. would you fuck the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> Please. I feel <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this girl is like clearly in high school, so I didn't want to be like too. I'm twisted. <laughs> I don't care about age. Can I talk to your fucking manager? <laughs> that's, that's the way I actually took it. And the, when I got to the end of uh, where you pick up your coffee, a really stressed out 
another high school girl, another stressed out high schooler, handed me my coffee. She's like, "Here's your coffee. You only wanted one cream, right?" And I was like, "Uh, actually, no." And she said, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and I was like, "It's fine. You're having a tough time." <laughs> and you're uh, lucky I'm not feeling especially Joker. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out my long revolver and shoot you. <laughs> and uh, at this at this particular Big B, they have these trivia questions on the wall. And whenever I go there, I like to guess what the trivia question is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trivia answer. Actually, I, I like to guess the question. Some <laughs> of jo- all the questions in the yeah, world. Joe's more Jeopardy like the Riddler. Style. Yeah, I was like, I'm actually more like the Riddler. They give you the answer. Uh, so, do you think if you eat the red and the blue pill, you get diarrhea? I don't know. Among other things, yeah. I was talking. Have you seen the new uh, trailer for that movie? The new Matrix. For what? There's a ma- they're making a new Matrix movie. They made a new Matrix movie. It's what? coming out. Really? Yeah. In December. What? Am I punked? No, there's a new Matrix. There's a sweet trailer out. You seem like you're feeling triggered right now. What's that about? Yeah. No, that's a line in the new movie. No, I was telling. A- yeah. <laughs> That sucks. That's in the trailer? That's like the first line, yeah. yeah. Neil Patrick Harris has it to Keanu Reeves. Wait, Neil Patrick Harris is in this movie? Yeah, he's like his therapist. Uh, what? A guy uh, uh, who comes to my work all the time, I was talking to him today, and he said... Uh, That's gross, by the way, that he comes in your work. He comes in my work. Just fucking just uh, comes I loads think that's everywhere. David likes it. David likes slopping it up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sopping it up. Like, like a biscuit. No, yeah, I work, we work in the same area, so I'll stop by when I hear there's a new shipment. The comer is there. Yeah. <laughs> the comer. Oh, he's a comer. <laughs> uh, watch him. He's a comer. Watch him. <laughs> he's a comer. Uh, Gladly. He was going on about, like, he's like, I can't handle that cancel culture bullshit. Mm-hmm. People need to get vaccinated or else we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that that was like literally his sentence today. I was like, man, that took a fucking turn. <laughs> That well, the guy is, David was right. That guy is based. Yeah. <clears throat> and red pilled. I think that's like a standard kind of boomer. I that guy took the blue and the red pill. I watched uh, The Matrix for the first time ever a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. That movie's not very good. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. The movie is, yeah have you watched that movie? Yeah. It's, it rules. No. It's not I've seen good. it twice. You you like that movie rules? I've seen it twice, maybe three times. But you actually. you have a I don't know because I haven't seen it since eighth grade and okay. I huh? So you saw it when you were younger? Yeah. Dan, when did you see it? I saw it like when I was probably seventeen or eighteen, and no, I I watched. I went to the the Redford Theater actually did a screening of it like two years ago, and I went and saw it again. I, and it was awesome. I said, uh, you know, the Matrix movie isn't very good, and someone said that's kind of transphobic. So uh, I, was like, uh, I don't know how to react well, to that. I don't know yeah. if that's true. They they weren't out in 1999. So if you saw it in 1999 and thought that was a piece of dog crap, <laughs> and he just never changed your opinion, you're not transphobic. You just you're just consistent. <laughs> but if you th- but if it was yeah. after whenever they transitioned, you're yeah you you're, you got grandfathered in. Right. No, I thought the movie was paced kind of weird. That it wasn't enjoyable to watch and. I, I don't like the look of that movie, which I've said, and everyone's like, what? You don't like that it's green? You don't like that it's green? Everyone looks like they're sweaty all the time? You don't like that? I was like, no, it made me feel gross. I felt like I was in a sauna, but like a moldy sauna. Wow. Yeah, we're like, uh, Joe, you and I are like looking at that 
uh, optical illusion where it's either a vase or like two faces. Where the dress is either blue and black. Yeah. Or it's <laughs> we've we've <laughs> talked about this exact subject before. I just realized. Uh, um, apparently, I'm the only person on this planet that doesn't that does not like the Matrix. And I don't know. I think it's sweet. Everyone I've talked to is like, yeah, I saw it like when I was like younger, and I was like, maybe that's the reason. I I just saw it when I was like 26, and I was like, I don't know if I'm into this. I saw it again recently, and it's, it holds up. I, well, I got to say, you uh, I, I wouldn't recommend the sequels if you didn't care much for the first one. Yeah, I I said, I watched it with my roommate, and I was like, that kind of sucked. I was not a fan of that. And he was like, this is one of the best movies ever made, and just like went off to me about it. And went off to his bedroom, and you could hear uh, Rage Against the Machines and Deftones playing <laughs> last week. <laughs> oh, come on. You didn't get hype when Rage Against the Machines started playing at the end, Joe? No, I was. What I song is it? Um, I can't remember it. Maggie's Farm. <laughs> 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 I remember, I can't remember what movie it is. Where the I think it's the movie The Other Guys, where the tr- the credits song is Maggie's Farm. Yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure. I listened to an interview with the director. I think he said something about <laughs> the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> he also made the Big Short. Adam McKay. Oh, he made yeah. the Big Short. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, Vice. And Anchorman. I think The Other Guys is a really funny movie. Yeah. Oh, what else? oh, he I also made seen Step it. Brothers. Yeah, he did. I don't I don't think Step Brothers has aged well. I think it's aged it's like fine wine. Kind of funny still. still. It's like kind of funny still. The one no, the scene where they're fighting and John C. Riley is screaming rape. It's so funny still. Uh, I think the scene where they build the bunker. At is one point, he looked funny. me in the eye and said, "Let's get it on." <laughs> <laughs> the scene when they uh, look in his eye. The scene when they make the bunk beds still makes me laugh. I uh, especially the whole uh, like, just the line. We're swimming mushroom for activities now. <laughs> it also it just the, the gag of it like crushing Will Ferrell <laughs> is really good. Uh, also, I do enjoy the scene when uh, Adam Scott's character's family is uh, driving, and they're like, "Okay, one, two, three, and then they do <laughs> "Sweet Child of Mine" acapella. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's pretty. They good. don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> I, uh, How hard do you think that scene was to film? <laughs> <laughs> really hard. Actually, <laughs> they're all just like pissed off by the end of the day. <laughs> I want to believe that they were. Uh, like the director was like, this has to be really real. Adam, you need to actually be driving on the road. Man, Joe, you're really a triggering. First, you're triggering Dan with the Matrix, and now me with Step Brothers. <laughs> I didn't care when you came for the Matrix, but <laughs> now that's Step Brothers. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. I just like because it was like remember when we were like in early high school, middle school, and people thought it was the funniest movie of all time. Yeah, the Matrix. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I think Superbad to me has overtaken Step Brothers from the really from that period. Yeah, I like Super Bad a lot. Awesome. But I like Super Bad better than the Strip Step Brothers I, for sure. I think it's Super Bad's a better movie, but I think Step Brothers is funnier. I like a more laughs for a minute for me. Well, hey, what's your favorite like bro comedy from the two thousands? Oh, that's so hard. And we're talking to oh, the guy so who hard. who owns the Bro Pack. I might say the forty year old virgin. You might say the forty year old virgin. I don't know. That's very hard though. Why is forgetting Sarah Marshall in that three pack? I don't know, but I enjoyed that's there. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's, it is a great movie. But not really. It doesn't really belong. It's yeah. One of those is not like the others. Because well, what like, is it? That one? Pineapple Express? No. Yeah. 
Uh, no, Knocked Up. It's Knocked Up. That one Knocked Up. Oh, it's all Judd Apatow 40 year old virgin. They're all Judd Apatow movies. Yeah. Pineapple Express isn't a Judd Apatow movie. Yeah, because it's not in there. Oh. <laughs> well, it's, it's forgetting Sarah Marshall movie. isn't either. <laughs> yeah, he produced it. Oh, okay. He didn't direct it. Uh, he's on the commentary for it. I bet. The commentary is really good for Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I've never finished Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I bet. I've never finished. No, never. <laughs> is this an acceptable way to hold your mic? I kind of only hold my mic like this. This is how David holds his mic. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, David, you're really... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we can wrap it up unless you all have something else to say. Nah. Joe, what do, you, do you have something to promote? Joe has the craziest look in his eye. He looks like he's about to say <laughs> it. <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> Uh, I don't have anything to promote. I'm, I thought you were uh, playing a couple of shows this month. I'm playing a couple of shows this month. Uh, my band, mine and Dylan's band, is playing a show at the New Dodge Lounge in Hamtramck on November 19th. November and 19th. We are playing another show at in Hamtramck as well at the Outer Limits Lounge on November 26th. That's cool. Uh, Black Friday. Wow. Who are you playing with? Uh... You know, I really should know. <laughs> I really I actually cannot remember the names of the bands we're playing with. One of the bands, uh, my f- the, the band that asked us to play the show on the 19th, I don't know how to pronounce their band. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered the John Lennon video again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like quadruplex or something, but I don't want to add. I don't want to be rude and be like, hey, dude, how do you pronounce your band's name? <laughs> I'll just wait until after they say, hey, we are. And then I'll be like, okay, cool. Now I know. Cool. Well, that's what I have to promote, I guess. Thanks again for joining us. David, what do you got to promote? Um, I'll be working tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> where do you, where will we be working? I don't know, probably Farmington Hills or something. Wait, do you actually work in Farmington Hills? Uh, around there. Oh, cool. Yeah. You should go visit Joe at work. That'd be cute. Yeah. It would be, but it would also take a lot of time away from me. <laughs> <laughs> time from my work. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you, you don't get paid, uh... You don't get you don't get paid. Yeah. <laughs> You're volunteering. Yeah, at that point, maybe I'll just uh, I'll just uh, go work. Maybe I'll uh, park the truck in the back of the um, go for the, uh, the the music store you work at. <laughs> and, um, I need to stop being doxxed where I work. People keep posting where I work online. It's not very fun. No. Well, anyway, I'll I'll go in and get a new job and just never take the truck back to the terminal. That would that would rock. Yeah. What do you mean? How are you getting? What do you mean you get doxxed? Huh? Oh, people have like been text of like people have posted like, "Oh, thanks, Joe. We're gonna hook me up with this thing." And I'm just like, "Can you just ask me before you say where I work online?" Yeah, I don't fair. know. I just don't That's like fair. That. I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> like I, someone asked me for a record. They text me about it. I we had it in stock. I sent. I text them a photo of me having it, and I was like, "Oh, we'll hold it for you." And then they shared that image on Twitter, which had my phone number, my face, and where I worked. <laughs> I'm not seeing the problem. And I was like, hey, you mind <laughs> deleting that? And they were like, oh, I didn't realize it had your phone number, where you worked, and the photo of your face. <laughs> people can text you. What's the problem? I just don't like getting texts from people You'll I barely new, know through music friends. who are like, hey, you work here. Can you help me with something? Yeah, you're going to start showing up on billboards in China. Photoshopped on some dude's body. 
I would love that. Wait, a billboard on someone's body? Something about BJ Novak, like his face was popping up in China, like in ads. Oh yeah, BJ Novak, uh, the guy from The Office. Mm Mm-hmm. What does the BJ stand for? Doesn't matter. 